Are you ready? Yes, I am. Then let's take a walk. Welcome to Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. I'm Dallas. And I'm Lori. Is your ideal summer for walking on sunshine or under the boardwalk? Either way, don't let the summer season wilt you. We'll help you blossom under the sun with ways to beat the heat and get the most out of these lazy summer days. We'll chat about adding some new activities, how to make the most of your schedule, and keep the bugs and the UV rays at bay. Step right up, because here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. How's Stuart doing? Is I know it was fireworks recently, and your little pup has an issue with that. Oh my gosh! Like many pups do, but well, yeah. Well, this was his first Fourth of July with us, so mm-hmm. we didn't know. However, I guessed pretty easily about how he would do with how he does with thunder. Yes, and with all the rain and thunderstorms, I'm talking six out of seven days of the week. We're getting thunderstorm. Wow. And it thunderstormed during the fireworks. So it, it was as soon as there was a break in the rain, people mm-hmm. would be out there setting them off. So it was thunder and fireworks and thunder and fireworks alternating. So he was so overwhelmed. He climbed oh. under the bed. Oh, I couldn't get him out. And I can't get under the bed to mm-hmm. to reach him. Finally, I he came out and I was like, I put a pillow kind of over him like a blanket and I was hugging him close to like kind of give him that Mm. almost like a makeshift you know they sell those thunder vests yeah Mm -hmm. like a weighted blanket for dogs or something Mm -hmm. and he settled down but he was just running downstairs then running back upstairs and then running back downstairs and (laughs) neither one of us slept well last night yikes see and I had the alternative with the cats they were like what's that that's cool. Uh, Leave the door open. <laughs> we want to see. They were just sitting there at the door, just lounging around like nothing was going on. See, I don't like fireworks to begin with. I, I don't I don't know if that makes me unpatriotic. The only fireworks I like are the ones like at Disney World <laughs> where they're set to music and they're really bright and they're overhead. Mm-hmm. I honestly just people setting them off in the neighborhood or mm-hmm. tiny little loud bottle rockets or whatever they're doing. I just don't understand the point of those. And this was the first time that I've actually been somewhere where fireworks were legal. And, you know, the last two years we haven't been able to. And so this year I knew that, you know, more people were going to partake because they could. And, but I was actually still blown away, pun intended, by the amount of, you know, I know what families kind of traditionally do it in the years mm-hmm. that I've been here. Um, but this year, there were just more throughout the neighborhood. They were just everywhere. See, um, they're illegal here, too. Mm-hmm. However, they're not illegal in the state next door. And we're close enough that people take a hike, buy mm-hmm. all the big boomy ones, and bring them back and set them off. There were, in between the thunder, the rain, and the fireworks, <laughs> you, all you heard was sirens all night long. Yeah. So, so that's, you know, happy fourth, yo. Happy fourth, yo. But I've got to say, I didn't hear any sirens. 
I was very happy about that part, you know, because normally you do with the fire department and Mm -hmm. things like that. And I really feel for our firefighters on July 4th, but I didn't hear any this year. So that was nice. You must have forgiving neighbors. I think one of them was not, was a little suspect and came over and was trying to maybe, you know, say something to the other Mm -hmm. ones who were setting it off. But I, you know, I couldn't hear any like close enough in our neighborhood. I know they were on more of the main roads Mm -hmm. going back and forth because they went back pretty fast. Yeah. So no one, no one called them on our neighbors. I kind of, kind of wish they would have after like 10. (laughs) I wasn't going to do it. I kind of wish they would have stopped it. I'm sorry to interrupt you on that one, but that was something that actually did blow me away this year. Again, um, what was surprising was when they stopped. So they started early mm-hmm. before the sun was down oh. and everything was done by 1030, what? which is not what has happened before. I mean, our sun doesn't go down to way late. And yeah. so I was expecting they were going to be going to like midnight, 1 a.m., and they didn't this year. Man, I want to live there. They really respected that, you know, people had to go back to work the next day and that, you know. Or they ran so out. Not even the, <laughs> the kids. Well, last year I did the the get off my lawn with some of the kids. Yep. Well, last were, year was so dry. You, well, they were you setting can't have them. Yeah, well, they, they could. A lot of people didn't. Um, But some people did. And these one kids were coming through the neighborhood and I guess setting them off on their way home. By that time, I think it was at least midnight, if not a little bit later. I went straight outside (laughs) and was like, you know, get off my lawn neighbor, which was, you know, guys. And I mean, I was nice about it to say, look, kids, I get it, but it's past time and this is a neighbor, you know, this is a neighborhood with people who have to get into work tomorrow. Right. So, and they're very small children next door. So please, I'm no more. I'm were teenagers if they're out at that late. They were. Mm. And, and again, I was, I, I was just floored by the fact that these kids were so good. I'm very, you know, we're very sorry you're right. We were trying to get a couple last in. We won't do any more. We just live a couple of blocks away. So we're on our way home right now. No more. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm like, again, I'm like, who are these teenagers? <laughs> you have, you have nice teenagers at Halloween too. We have nice teenagers at Halloween. I, I am not looking a gift horse in the mouth here. I've got nice teenagers. <laughs> we don't have too many teenagers in our neighborhoods. I'm thinking they were all adults doing this nonsense. Yeah. We have teenagers at Halloween because they mm-hmm. come to our neighborhood to trick or treat. But I don't think people like traverse the hoods to set off fireworks. Well, yeah, it was, know, a, but... it was a rough night. I'm I'm dragging today. I, I, can I wish understand. I had a cup of coffee right now. Well, that makes sense to you with summer, though. At, even though you're not encountering the normal thing that would make you drag during the summer, the heat and the... The incessant sunlight, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> no. This is definitely not my season. Oh, no. I I don't try to diagnose myself. Just not me. But I'm convinced in this one case that I do have that seasonal mood disorder. I'm, I'm like a flower. <laughs> if I don't get enough sunlight, I'm going to wilt mm-hmm. away. See, and and the other. All, this, all this rain is drowning me. <laughs> 
And I'm the other way. Too much sun and I wilt. Oh, no. I like rain. I like overcast. It's nice. No, I literally have those fake lights <laughs> on my face in my house. I have a, a couple rooms now. I think we talked about those episodes. Oh man, I can't remember now. Um, go back and research that. Energy. I think we energy. did an energy. Yeah. Energy. Okay. Our energy episode. So go yes. back and listen to that if you want to know more about seasonal affective disorder. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I'm not diagnosed with it by a doctor or anything, but I'm convinced. <laughs> I'm convinced I have it. Mm. I need the sunlight. <sighs> Well, obviously that answers the very first of our rapid fire questions today. Do you like summer? Yes, Lori does very, yes, very do. much. Is that your favorite season? It depends on how you're defining it. I think my favorite season kind of combines the end of spring and summer. Okay. Because I like, I like the flowers blooming. I like when the sun starts coming out and the snow is melting. And then it kind of just goes on into summer. Okay. Because our our, sp- our winter lasts well into spring. Right. But yeah, it is. And I know okay. it's not yours. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I'm pretty sure you guys have heard me on the Halloween episode <laughs> reiterate. It is fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a fall girl for many, many reasons. But yes, definitely fall. You know, summer is just, it's too tough. Oh, I'll slap some sunscreen on you'll be, and stuff. hat, you'll be fine. Yeah, slathering on sunscreen and stuff like that. Unfortunately, I need a little more D3 in my life, so I actually need to get some sun. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Yes, and safely. So what are some of your favorite summer activities? Oh my gosh, trying to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get much. Mm-hmm. But because my kids just wake up early, my little one is up at six, no matter what season. Yipes. But he's not in that school rush. So he'll mm-hmm. he'll kind of stay in his room for about another 30 minutes. I get to sleep in about 30 minutes to like 630. Okay. Which is exciting for me. And it's when we take like our long vacation. Mm-hmm. We try to get like one long vacation a year. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you get Christmas break, Thanksgiving break what is the spring break, but it's really hard to pack up and travel then right. any, mm. any big distance or any long trip. Right. So it's okay. And then seeing friends and stuff at the zoo or the park. Cause you know, school's out and catch up more easily. Mm-hmm. Now you must have some summer activities you like. <laughs> I do. I Just do. Staying indoors with the air conditioning on. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> You know, board game night, because some people don't have as many kid activities. Mm -hmm. So some of my adult friends actually have time to be able to do things and which is nice for them too. They're like, oh my God, I get adult time. So that's nice. I like bocce ball. Mm -hmm. So that's a summer outdoor activity thing and a little croquet every now and then. And although my cousin may disown me, I do not like baseball. (laughs) I'm going to take that back a little bit because there is, I do like going to see baseball at the stadium Mm -hmm. in the nosebleed seats, (sighs) mainly because that's where all the college kids are and just, they're having a blast, whether the game's, whatever the game is doing. So that's baseball. I will say okay to that, but yeah, I just, there's just not a lot of summer that I like to do. I'm not a swimming person anymore Mm -hmm. and canoeing's okay but it's not great for me and yeah Mm -hmm. it's just not a lot of summer stuff I like to do oh god put me in a pool 
or the ocean. <laughs> I don't do like lakes and ponds and stuff. No, no, I'm too, I'm scared of that. I just don't like swimming with what I can't see. Oh, well, that's why you need the crystal clear water. Yes, exactly. That way you even can see then, the scary I mean, stuff is around you and you can't yeah. you know, always see it, but oh, yeah. still it's, you know, it's definitely different than swimming in a, in a lake or a pond where you really yeah, can't no, see no, anything no. that's mm-hmm. around you. No, I mean, I barely will go in a paddle boat, yeah. you know, in a pond or lake. Yeah. It's just not my, because they're usually surrounded by mountains. <laughs> Then you got things in the water and things in the trees and animals in the, I yep. don't know. Yep. Nope. Nope. That's nope. too much nature. Nope. <laughs> yep. I agree. Too much nature. You guys should come back when we talk, we, we do our camping episode. Not oh my God. Anything about camping. <laughs> mm. Yeah. We're going to have to find a guest who actually does like camping. Gosh, I probably know a million of them. Oh, I'm sure you do where you are. Like my camping is literally glamping. Mm-hmm. And we camp all growing up, but it was always in a camper. Gotcha. So apparently, according to my husband and many people, <clears throat> excuse me, that does not count. Yeah. According to my father, that does not count either. Unless you were in a tent. Nope. It's not. It's not called tenting. It's called camping. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Oh, well. So we've already talked a little bit about this. What do you not like about summer? Oh, goodness. I will say when we do have our hot days, it is very hot. We'll hit 100 degrees, no humidity. And even with two AC units in the house, I cannot get my house to cool off. So sometimes the heat, and I'll just go with the heat index Mm -hmm. as what I don't like about summer. Gotcha. The other thing is, it's kind of ironic because it's what I like to do, but crowds at places because everyone's on summer break. Right. So that's a little yin and yang there, I guess. Mm. I want to go to these places, but oh, these places are crowded because everyone else wants to go too. So, I mean, I can't be mad at that, but I certainly don't enjoy the crowd. Right. (laughs) Understandable. Yeah. And you? I think of pretty much all of what I've said so far. Yeah. The heat definitely, it's a little too uh, intense as far as the UV rays are concerned. So I always have to be careful. And bugs. Oh, bugs. The bugs of summer. Yeah. That is vicious out here. Yeah. 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 Well, remember Florida, though. Oh, Florida was horrible with the horrible bugs. I remember watching. This was, I think it was before we were married. No, it's, I don't know. It's either before or after we got married. <laughs> some point, me and my husband, before we're kids. <laughs> I went to watch him play tennis with some friends and it was dusk. I had like over 50 mosquito bites. And he had none. I have, I must have like the sweetest, most <laughs> expensive blood. <laughs> There is. Luckily, my son is even sweeter. So if I take him out, he'll get eaten alive. Wow. Okay. Parenting 101. <laughs> I put bug spray on us. The safe. I, I find a safe bug spray or tea tree or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever I can find. But no, I, if I'm with him, I know I'm not going to get eaten. But there you go. <laughs> but yeah, the oh, bugs. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's lots of things to to not like about every season, you know. Yeah. But summer, it's really it's a bit it's about the heat. 
it's just not for you. Nope. Definitely nope. not. And it's for me. Oh, gee, we're opposite on something. Who knew? I don't know. <laughs> Considering that is definitely part of the premise of everything about yes. this podcast. There you go. Some people out there will agree with me. Team Dallas, no summer. Yes. But we are in summer and we have to deal with it. Yes. We're, pro- we're on the on the kind of the back end a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of dragging. I think a lot of people can kind of agree with that mm-hmm. by the time you guys are hearing this. So why not jump right in and kind of get some ideas on how to beat that summer fatigue and beat the beat the boredom. My first suggestion, guys, keep some sort of schedule. Otherwise, you're just going to kind of wake up. And before you know it, everyone sleeps in. You're not kind of doing anything in the morning. And then that kind of breeds being tired later in the day. And maybe you'll be like, oh, randomly, let's go to the park or go here. And then you're home and kind of your whole day is just gone. Maybe have a, just a bit of an idea about what you're going to do. You can wake up at any time, but say we're going to play in the backyard for a little bit in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have some snacks or a kind of a brunch picnic at the park. Mm-hmm. Then maybe go home in the major heat of the day and have a little bit of screen time or just a little bit of downtime cooling off. And then, you know, in the afternoon, you can schedule something else. Just to, just have an idea. Maybe know that, mm-hmm. hey, on Tuesdays, if the weather's right, we're going to go to the splash pad in town. Mm-hmm. Or if there's any activities, some of the colleges and everywhere, they have their stadiums and local teams. So you were talking about baseball, local teams get together and they have, you yeah. know, pickup games mm-hmm. with the citywide teams. And you can easily find some of those. Maybe they play on Friday nights. So there's yeah. possibly a Friday night activity. Mm-hmm. Just put a little schedule into your day because otherwise it's going to be like, Maybe you have this vacation. It's like, okay, we're gearing up for this vacation. You go on vacation for a week and then you come home and it's like, what do you have to look forward to for the rest of the summer? Mm-hmm. You know, right. have some ideas, maybe keep an idea notebook mm-hmm. and put that down. And like, this is a great thing to do on uh, Wednesday evenings. You know, uh, mm-hmm. maybe your partner works late. So grilling outside is, is a good idea on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And I would say even start that idea pad before summer break comes around. Absolutely. Get them, get them thinking about that during the, the tough times in January, February, where winter is still, la- you know, dragging on. Mm-hmm. And, and you're saying, yes. I wish we could do this. I wish we could exactly. do that. We can't write do it, it down. Write it down. We'll do that when summer comes around. And the flip side of that too is overscheduling. Right. So I know there are a lot out there who really just kind of schedule everything for them, mm-hmm. you know, to keep the kids busy and to do all that stuff. And so watch out for the overscheduling. This yeah. is a break time and everybody does need breaks. Right. But yes. yes. I mean, there's, there is a reason school is not year round and where school has the opposite schedule where they you know go for three months then have a month break mm-hmm. they know children need a break yeah however they do it mm-hmm. so definitely keep that in mind Ooh. especially if you're if your kids sports and they're like doing three sports each and man you are going to run out of energy and time yes and keep some room open you said it um with your scheduling for new activities right? Yes. Break up mm-hmm. the boredom. If they have been playing those sports all year, try to look for something new. There are a few, of course, that are better during the summer. 
there's zip lining and rock climbing and stuff like that. But for those of us who can't be out in the sun as much, there are also well, now, indoor facilities. Have, yes. I was just going to say yeah. here we have indoor zip lining, indoor rock climbing. Mm-hmm. We even have indoor skiing. Oh, and <laughs> indoor skiing. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. You go down oh. like a, a turf. Uh-huh. It's to kind of learn to ski, but you know, pick, pick up skiing in the middle of pick the summer. But yeah, there's a there's a place in my hometown where the zip line is actually in a cave. Sweet. So then you get the cool weather and you get the zip lining, mm-hmm. you know, that you don't normally get. So kind of fun right. with that. Right. And also look for look for packages and discounts of passes. Mm-hmm. I know some places you can get into all the national parks for X amount of dollars by the end of the summer, those are highly discounted because most of the summer is over. So you can get them at a really good discount if you have that time to make use of all those places. Right. And I think everyone should remember this. If you're, if you have a child in fourth grade, you can get a free national park pass to all the national parks. Nice. That's something they do all over the country. And if you can manage it, you know, visit a couple of them check them off your list. If that, if that's your thing mm-hmm. now, we all know hiking and outdoors is not my thing, but we, Damn. we have been making use of the parks. I got mm-hmm. two crazy energy boys and they, they need that. Right. <laughs> it's a great way to do stuff for free. And there's lots of stuff you can do for free state parks. Oh yeah. A lot of times after a certain time of day, you can get mm-hmm. in for free. Yeah. Look Just at, be aware and check the schedules online. Look at your library, look at your local papers, A lot of those areas are going to have a lot of the free activities that are listed in your cities. And as I was saying, in my my hometown, there's a great zip line in a cave, which Mm -hmm. is pretty amazing. And a lot of people are gearing up, of course, for vacations. They're looking to leave the city and go somewhere else. But Mm -hmm. staycations, we talked about this during travel as well. Mm -hmm. It's amazing the amount of stuff that's located in your own city or just slightly outside of it. I am in a very lucky place where 30 minutes and I can have all kinds of different activities from beach to mountains to to rivers to all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. And I am very lucky that we have more than a few gorgeous state parks. But again, it doesn't have to be a full-on vacation. No. You know, just turning off the tech at home, right. turning off the schedule for mm-hmm. a couple of days and really relaxing can be great as well. You so, already experienced it, right? Early vacation in the Early year. vacation. And now I'm like, what are we going to do for the rest of the summer? So I'm glad I have a list. Yeah. Speaking of the staycations, there are so many ways that you can do that. And most people are like, oh, well, you know, that's expensive just for a night or two. Check into the credit cards that have points for mm-hmm. hotels. Check into programs where you're just, you know, you sign up for this membership. Everyone always like, do you want to sign up to be a member? I know I always turn things down. Some of them are worth it. And if you have enough points, you can pay for that hotel room. You can pay for a place 45 minutes away. Yeah. There are, there are some ways to gooch by the expensive vacation. So you can enjoy your, your local things or things that aren't too far away from you. Very true. Now with all the fun things that you're going to schedule and try out this summer, you got to be careful, especially if you're pale like me, translucent like me. (laughs) Sun hats, of course, and you can find a lot of beautiful sun hats out there, but sunscreen, definitely. I think, what is the new advisement? It's like 70 and above now. It's kind of crazy. 
I'm I'm not sure. And then sunglasses, of course. And if you do go after sunglasses, make sure it's UVA and UVB protection Mm -hmm. in those sunglasses. A lot of the ones that you pick up at the the grocery store don't necessarily have the proper protection for your eyes. So anyone with blue eyes, we are more (laughs) susceptible to sun damage uh, in our little eyeballs. So make sure you're wearing great sunglasses out there. Sometimes I'll skip the sun hats and I'll wear like this headscarf on my head like I have today. So you can be, you can still be fashionable. It's not like, you know, you're just putting on this, this Gilligan hat and going out and living your life. But hey, I like Gilligan hats. Little bucket hats are cute. Mm -hmm. So you can do it and you can do it very fashionably, but Mm -hmm. also be aware it's not just on sunny days. Those UV rays can get right through the clouds Mm -hmm. and you, you may be out on a, mostly cloudy day doing some gardening in your backyard and all of a sudden you're burnt oh yeah so you need to remember to protect yourself even on cloudy days Mm -hmm. especially if you're in water oh yeah (laughs) reflection sunny days and cloudy Mm -hmm. days and reapply especially in water even more often than they say Mm -hmm. i think it's two hours but when you're in water you want to probably do it like every 30 minutes 45 minutes yeah it can really get you And also no one thinks of this, but you talk to flight attendants, mm-hmm. wear sunscreen on airplanes. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, ridiculous how many will say this. And I know you're, you're like, oh, well, we're not that much closer to the sun or whatever, but it's just mm-hmm. come if, if you have a window seat and you have that open, mm-hmm. then it can really get concentrated on you. Oh, very much so. Definitely keep the protection mm-hmm. in place at all times. <laughs> you, know, you can say try, that for a lot of things. Well, very much so. I but don't try like that. to, there are certain times of day as well that are more potent than other times of day. So just be aware of what they are for your area of the world, um, because that does differ depending on how close to the equator you are and how far away and what time of year it is. And so yeah. for up here, we do have to be a little bit more cautious for a longer expanse of time during the day where it's the UV rays are going to be at their most intense. Yeah, absolutely. So just watch out for those. And you can find so many articles of clothing that have UV protection in them mm-hmm. and cute things too. Oh yeah. So that's there's, that's another way you can, if you don't want to like reapply the sunscreen, just, mm-hmm. you know, get a UV t-shirt and then just worry about your forearms or get a long sleeve. They're so lightweight that they actually are made to keep you cool. Oh yeah. And that's what we were talking about in our travel episode. Some of the things that I pack most often are those rash guard shirts that surfers, you know, Mm -hmm. were made for surfers and they're these nice long sleeve UPV protected shirts and they're nice and thin though. So you still feel like, you know, you still don't get overheated, which is nice. Yeah. My husband wears them as t-shirts under his dress shirts. Mm -hmm. So another thing to watch out for in summer hydrate. Oh, absolutely. And for Lori, it's pretty much moisturized all the time. (laughs) That's because that's where she lives. But yes, for the rest of us, we have to be more cautious about moisturizing at the time, but really it's about the hydration. And we had talked about a couple of different things for travel, especially when you're traveling. It is a little bit more difficult sometimes to get enough water in the day. So you really do have to remind yourself. And we had mentioned, and we'll, we'll keep it up for another two weeks because a couple of people did latch onto it was the life straw bottle. 
Um, even if you don't go with the collapsible bottle that they have for life straw, just having a life straw around can give you filtered water no matter where you are. And we do appreciate that part of it. Hydration is just so important because again, you're 60% water. That's a lot of water. Yes. <laughs> and it's very easy in the summer to leach that out. So keep at, keep an eye out for some signs that you might be dehydrated. Thirsty, of course, huge one right there. Pains in your joints and muscles. So yeah. especially with those of us with autoimmune, we already have some pains in our joints and muscles. That can help flare up the situation if you're dehydrated. If you're feeling lethargic, but then again, we were talking about, you know, we're in the dog days of summer and it's a little hard with the heat to really kind of gauge if you're lethargic or not. But headaches, if you're feeling weak, the darker your urine, the more dehydrated you are. Yep. Okay. You and then the like a light too. lemonade, I think they say. Yep. So the other one too is a quick way to test and we'll see this for those of us, uh, for those of you who watch our videos, I will demonstrate and then we'll have an Instagram live or something that I'll demonstrate it before. But one of the tests is to put your fingernail on the pad of your middle finger and give it a poke and then just pay attention as to how long it takes for that to rebound. Okay. So it'll make a nice little mark in your finger pad. How long and are you supposed to hold it? What was that? How long are you supposed to hold Just it? Just for that? about two seconds. One, two, give it a nice little mark and then see how long it takes to rebound. And if it's more than 10 to 15 seconds to rebound, you're probably dehydrated. Okay. So mine puffed back up, but I can still see the little line. Yeah. So it, mine is still dented. So <laughs> I think we need to drink some I'm water. A little, I'm a little dehydrated. Hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> Um, so just watch out for that. That's, you know, that's kind of the, the simple way of testing dehydration, supposedly, um, but it is not that. the definitive, right? So just make sure that you're getting lots of water in your day, drink little bits of water throughout the day. Try not to drink it all at the exact same time, right? Uh, because that's bad on your kidneys as well. And if you can drink water instead of other things, I know everyone wants a cold one mm -hmm. or they want that, that sweet sugary soda and everything's fine in moderation. I'm not saying stop drinking everything, but right. you know, do you need two sodas in a day or maybe substitute one with just a sparkling water mm -hmm. or maybe just get some nice cold water and squeeze some lemon juice in there. You can have lots of different types of variety, but the sugary drinks filled with all sorts of additives. Mm -hmm. it's going to be a little harsh if you're having more of them because you're so hot. Be aware that you're not overindulging in those mm -hmm. because you need more water or you need more hydration. And diet drinks in particular, the studies show they can be more dehydrating. Oh, that's interesting. So it's, you're getting some, you know, liquid refreshment, you think, but unfortunately it's also dehydrating your body mm -hmm. at the same time. When you're hydrating as well, it's not just about the water. It's also about the minerals and it's also a little bit about the salt. Yes. So that water that makes up the majority of our body is salt <laughs> water. Mm -hmm. So be aware you might not just be dehydrated. You also may be leaching sodium because of you're doing an outdoor activity of some kind. So right. electrolytes and things like that, getting that back into your body can not only keep you hydrated, but keep you in better functioning order. And there are more ways to hydrate than just beverages. Get some watermelon, get honeydew, cantaloupe, mm -hmm. grapes, oh, berries, yeah. 
there apples. I'm not sure how much apples have, but there are a lot of very water dense fruits and you are going to get some of those nutrients as well. Mm -hmm. So you don't just have to sit there and chug water, you know, blend up some strawberries, add some, add something to them and make frozen popsicles. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's another way you can just Mm. get your, yeah, you get your hydration. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Shaved ice and shaved ice in Hawaii. Oh, I had a bad experience with shaved ice once. Okay. Well, then. Well, we'll... not me, my son, but I I, I suffered too. (laughs) (laughs) Next, bugs. We were talking about bugs before. We were talking about bugs before, yes. Bug control. Okay. Well, here's a big one for bug control. Get the sugary stuff out of the way of the bugs. Yes, yes, yes. There are so many ways to do this. There are so many bug sprays out there and things change so often that I'm not going to suggest any sort of bug spray. I know when my kids were little, there were certain ones I could use on them, certain ones I could not. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. So kind of do your own research on that. Yep. But some type of bug repellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think tea tree is a natural one. You have to double check me on that. Mm-hmm. Anything you can put on your skin or even on your clothes, because those suckers will get you through your clothes too sometimes. Oh, yeah. I've even seen, I think I've seen commercials for little patches that kids can wear, like on their clothes. Okay. Interesting. That emits something. Mm -hmm. They have like bracelets that make noise that only Mm -hmm. the insects can hear. They have bracelets (laughs) with repellent in them. Mm -hmm. They have candles. They have little machines you can put on your outdoor picnic table. Not just the insects that bite, but the ones that sting. With all mm-hmm. these flowers and with all this nice weather, mm-hmm. bees and wasps and yellow jackets and hornets and mm-hmm. don't touch those bees. We need them. Yes. But the rest of them, like be the careful. hornets. Oh my gosh. They will come hornets. after you. Yeah. They will come after you. Don't listen to people when they say, just stand there and it'll go away. No, I stood there and I got bitten. I'm standing here and it's biting me. What do I do? I'm standing here and it's biting me. What do I do? And no one had an answer for that. <laughs> yeah just just be aware of what's around you if there are some innovative ways to control bugs that are out there and i've got to say those mosquito dunks work what because i had a they're called mosquito dunks and so if you have standing water like a bird bath or something like that um you can actually put these little dunks these little I don't know what they are actually. And then uh, put them in there and they're food safe and and whatnot. So yeah, I actually had that for my, um, my water, my rain barrel, which feeds my little blueberry plant. And so, yeah, put the little mosquito dunk in there. I haven't had any mosquitoes around there, which is fantastic. But there's some other things like different flowers that can help control some of the mosquitoes and then Mm -hmm. some of the others, lemongrass and, catnip actually and most things in the mint family can kind of keep mosquitoes away from Mm -hmm. certain things so those types of um, essential oils and whatnot but there are some pretty interesting things out there uh available i'm gonna mention it but i haven't tried it and i don't know that i ever will (laughs) but if you're a bug control person maybe you check it out so there was a video that my friend showed me the other day to kill wasps with gasoline. So you put the gasoline in a cup, not a plastic cup, because the gasoline will Mm. eat through the plastic cup. Right. But you put the gasoline in cup, and then you put the cup over the wasp nest. 
and oh, it basically no. immediately kills them all. Okay, now nah, there's no way I'm getting that close to any kind of wasp. Nest. No, no, no. <laughs> I am definitely not going to be using that technique. <laughs> um, but I will say that if you do wasps, one of my bug control people a long time ago, because I have to be very careful with stinging insects, reminded me that it's uh, later in the day that if you have to go near a wasp nest mm -hmm. to spray it or do anything else because they are less active towards that the end of the day. They freak me out. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. And can't I don't, do I don't want to like, I don't want to be killing things. You remember those bug zappers they had back oh, yeah. in what the eighties and nineties? <laughs> like how inhumane is that? Of course, but you, you know, know what? And they, see... and they only ever got like moths and maybe yeah. a mosquito or two. They never got the, like the, the wasps and the no. things that bite you, but I'm sorry. No. If you're going to try to bite me, I'm going to sting. I'm gonna try to kill sting. you. Well, no, bite, some of them sting. Like, it's either a wasp or something bites. There are a couple of things that bite, but no, wasps but like sting. Okay, well, the stingers, and some of them don't die when they lose their stinger, yeah. which bummer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, if you come after me, I'm going to try to kill you. I'm sorry. Yeah. In bug, in the bug world. <laughs> well, they also have this thing um, that I'm, I'm going to let my. I've had it for a while, but I haven't used it. I'm not out on the patio enough, but. I'm going to give it to my friend and and have them use it because they were saying that they've put up this, this, the bug zapper and they're just sitting there watching the bug zapper. Pull. They still have them. Yes. They still Oh my them. gosh. I didn't know they still made them. Well, anyway, they, they have these, these ones that look like tennis rackets for you to swat the bugs and zap uh -uh. the bugs with a little tennis racket. And I've never used it. So I'm just going to give it to my friend and, and see how much fun they have with it. And I, I feel bad for anybody who loves bugs. Dude, that could go, that could go sideways if the little carry for small animals. No, right. <laughs> so anyway. Oh my gosh. Little, little tennis rack bug zapper. I don't okay. know. Okay. Uh, monitor your children if you give them those. Yes. They'll go after be... their brother or sister. Exactly. That would be, that's, that's a dangerous little thing to have around. Ouch, but no. We'll see how well it works. I don't know. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest things for autoimmune, watch the heat. There are a lot of autoimmune conditions that can be triggered by and exacerbated by heat. And we heard this when we were talking to Allison Coates in the Neutropenic Cookbook. And this is one of the things that has been included in some of the councils in the UK as part of their upgrading to accommodate disabilities is to make sure that people have access to air conditioning and things like that. Because again, people with autoimmune conditions can be more susceptible to heat. So you have to be very conscious about how that's impacting you and how fast it may be impacting you. For me, it's, I can't always regulate my body temperature and mm -hmm. I can't always tell. Not only am I, again, why I don't like summer. <laughs> I can't really be out in the sun. I also really can't be out in the heat, whether it's that dry heat or wet heat doesn't freaking matter. <laughs> it's oh. heat. When you hit over a hundred degrees, doesn't matter. It's still hot. That's, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I, find that, I, fast, I mean, fascinating in a not good way, but I find that stuff so fascinating. Another thing for those of us with chronic disease and in particular autoimmune, even though it sucks and it's hot, masks are still a thing just because it's not flu season doesn't mean things aren't going around yes 
So yes, they're even more uncomfortable because of the heat and everything else, but do you want to get really ill or do you want to just be uncomfortable for a little bit wearing your mask? Right. And we're not saying go out and run a marathon with a mask on. You know, this is just in in certain situations where you may feel uncomfortable. And it's more crowded. Yeah. Right. Because you were talking earlier. That was the one of the things about summer is that a lot of more places are more crowded Mm -hmm. than they were before. So just be more a little bit more cautious than you were potentially during the fall or the spring and make sure that you don't abandon it altogether. Well, we were on the on the plane coming home and this lady like the seat over was hacking up along. And I'm just like, thank God I got my mask on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, and she was not covering her mouth. She was not like trying to do it into her. El- she was just hacking away. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, that's nasty. Even if, if, even if there's not an illness coming out <laughs> of her. Yes. So yeah, I mean, just keep one around. And if someone near you sounds sick, <laughs> just kind of slip it on. Your yeah. health is more important than, than, than you're offending someone. Right. I'm sorry. Well, I think we had some really good ideas that we shared mm-hmm. and let's do a little recap to kind of wind up this episode. Okay. First of all, to beat summer, to beat the dragging days, have a schedule of some sort, have a book of ideas, have maybe during the year you found something that you thought, hey, this would be fun to do. Maybe put that in the closet for a few months. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you do with Christmas presents that you find on sale in the summer. Maybe you find some summery things in the winter. Put them away instead of using them right away when you're having a bored day at home. Break it out. A new yard game, a new board game if it's too hot out. Have an idea of some things to do to keep your days flowing. You know I love a schedule. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you do. Another good tip cover up. You don't have to cover everything up, but sunscreen, sun hats, sunglasses, protect yourself the best that you can, but still enjoy the summer. Absolutely. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. I can guarantee you right now, half of you got out there are dehydrated. <laughs> no <laughs> matter what that. time of year you're listening to. I wonder if that thing is still going in. <laughs> yeah, I still got a little more. No matter when you're listening to this, I can guarantee half of you out there are dehydrated, at least half. Keep an eye on that heat. Keep an eye on how your body's reacting to it. Drink that extra water. Get those electrolytes in. Eat more fruit. Just kind of pepper it in throughout the day. You pretty much cannot drink too much water unless you're chugging gallons at a time. And you don't want to do that because you'll just make yourself sick or worse. Just stay hydrated. And plan ahead for that. Make sure that you have your water bottles with you. Plan ahead, especially if you have autoimmune checking the temperature that's going to be out for that day. And it's not even just the temperature, it's the air quality. In some cities around the world, when it starts to get hot, you don't get as much wind coming through those cities and things can build up smog and others. I know everyone's getting those fires from Canada right now. And summer is prime wildfire season. Mm -hmm. So there can be a wildfire up in Canada. People down South almost are getting it. Yeah. And especially part of plan ahead too. I would say is speaking of the wildfire season, um, even though some of the areas that have been prone to wildfire fires in the past couple of years are not as much this year. However, it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. And so it's good to have ready anything that you might need 
if you need to evacuate quickly. So another thing to just plan ahead for things about summer. Plan ahead that you might lose your electricity. Oh, yes. Because some of my friends in Texas just did. Oh, wow. So in the middle of that massive heat dome that was down there, they lost power. And so plan ahead. What are you going to do if that happens? Oh, God. Oh, oh my gosh. I would just die. Yeah. I would just lay down and die. I need air conditioning. My house, really, in the winter, it needs to be within one degree of my personal favorite temperature. (laughs) And in the summer, it needs to be within one degree of my personal favorite temperature. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's it's 74 in the winter Mm -hmm. and 77 in the summer. Okay. That's about where it goes. But I set it and I set it to permanent. And then my husband changes it every night. And then I got to reset it the next day. <laughs> oh, the goodness. Over the thermostat. Yes, it continues going on 20 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Also, explore new things. Go new places. Try new stuff. It could be something as simple as a little restaurant that has an outdoor seating area. Get some fresh air, try something new, drive around, see if there are any new parks, whether Mm -hmm. they're parks for kids to play in or parks for just people to sit and walk around. If you don't get out much and do things, maybe think, okay, you know what? In the morning, it's cooler. I'm going to start just walking around the neighborhood a little bit. Mm -hmm. Do something, whether it's in your hometown or whether you plan a vacation around it. There's so much out there that we just kind of forget about. That we do. All right. Well, the challenge for this week is really simple. Drink more water. I love it. (laughs) Drink more water, drink more water, drink more water. (laughs) And Lori, your turn. Drink more water, drink more water, drink more water. Please drink more water. (laughs) Yeah, I think we are definitely emphasizing the drink water. Don't drink too much too fast. Nope. That can have negative effects as well. So face it out through the day, but just make sure that you stay hydrated. Yes. That sounds good. I like that challenge. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you're up with the challenge and doing great on it, show us some love on Instagram. We'll have some posts about staying hydrated and posts about summer. Go ahead and just just like the photo. Just double tap on that sucker on Instagram and let us know that you are doing your part to stay hydrated. Thanks for joining us this week as we helped you surf through summer. Now that we've discussed our ideas, are there any recommendations about today's topic that you'd like to share? Drop us a comment on Instagram or become a Patreon member for special perks and bonus content. For a complete list of products, services, or other content mentioned in today's podcast, visit the links page on our website. In our next episode, we'll walk into another topic in our autoimmune series. We'll gather up some great gadgets for fun and function to help lighten the load of your daily dilemmas. For a sneak peek of next week's walk into topic, click on the Instagram icon to follow us. I'm Dallas. And I'm Lori. For Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. The Two Redheads Podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. As with all our platforms and content, this podcast represents our own current personal views. These opinions do not represent those of any people, institutions, or organizations that we may discuss, mention, or recommend to our audience. At various times, we may provide reviews of products, services, or other resources. Any such reviews will represent the good faith opinions of the authors. You should conduct your own due diligence and should not rely solely upon any reviews provided by the authors. The products and services reviewed may be provided to the company for free or at a reduced price to incentivize a review. For more information about the disclosure of incentives received in exchange for providing reviews of these products, please contact support at tworedheadswalkintoapodcast.com. We are not licensed healthcare professionals and our personal experiences addressed are what works for our bodies. 
None of what we say should be taken as medical advice. Please refer to your own physician for any medical needs and concerns.